Hi guys, welcome back to the Thick Fit Fitness Podcast. This is Courtney Jones here. Um, and also we have Hannah, of course. Hannah, how are you doing? We were actually just talking about um, every time we get on to do these podcasts, we have like a full good, like blown conversation um, about just life and everything. And we're like, why don't we just like start the podcast and talk about that? Because everyone, you know, I know that I love listening to podcasts where I'm like actually learning about like the person that's doing the podcast and like about their life and stuff. So um, Hannah, how are you doing? How are things going with your like stomach and bloating issues that we were talking about last podcast? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like Courtney said that about you, like, just, she's like, we should just start like our recording as soon as we get on here. Like that is such a good idea. So <laughs> I saved this part of my story <laughs> for when we started recording, but yeah. So if you guys tuned in last week, I was talking about how my stomach, it was like abnormally bloated, like in my lower abdomen, like like Courtney's like, Hannah, you look like you're pregnant. Like I literally was convinced for a minute that I was, um, but that was not the case. And it looks so much better this week. And honestly, like I haven't even, I actually ordered a supplementation that can help with a mild, um, bacterial infection with inflammation. So, and all I did was just switch some of my food choices to more like anti-inflammatory foods and just focus more on wholesome foods this week. And it made such a big difference, but, um, what I'm thinking is happening again, this is so embarrassing, but what I'm thinking happened is I use, so I like have like a shaker that I literally, a shaker cup for those of you guys who don't know what that is. It's like those cups that typically like you put supplements in, you shake, you can drink protein shakes on them. You can put whatever in it. So I use one for literally everything. Um, and I just went through this thing for a few months for whatever reason, like I just keep it in my gym bag. So I drink my pre-workout, I drink my intra-workout and I drink my protein shake after the gym out of it. And then like, I'll just leave it in my, in my gym bag. And then I'll just, when I go to use it again, I'll just rinse it out with hot water. So I went months without like thoroughly cleaning the shaker cup. And I think it gave me like a mild bacteria, bacterial, like fungal infection, which is so gross. Um, but that could be why I'm having bloating, but not really having any other like symptoms. So, um, so yeah, we are just testing the waters here, but I think that is the main cause of it because their digestion's not off or anything like that. So embarrassing, but more of the story here, um, clean out your shakers. Don't be like me. <laughs> It's not bad, you know. I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll rinse with hot water, it smells normal. So (laughs) I I feel like the shaker cups always like hold on to things um like that you put in them. Cause I know for me, like whenever I use my shaker cup for like protein powder, um, and obviously like I'll use the protein powder and then like I'll rinse it out and I'm like, okay, like it's good to go, but you don't actually like open it up, like look at it and like inspect it. And so like, um, you know, I was doing that for a little while too. And then one day I like opened it up and it had mold in it, um, like little pieces of mold just because the, the shaker had like held on to some of the protein, like on the sides of it. Um, even though I was like rinsing it out and not like, like you have to like thoroughly like use soap and like use a little like towel or something to get in there or use like a, um, what are those things called? The like bottle washer. Yeah. Yeah. A little sponge. Um, yeah. But using those to like get it all out because I threw that shaker, shaker cup away after I saw that. Cause I'm like, it's been in here. I don't know how long it's been in. So I'm just going to get a new shaker and like make sure to clean it. So that totally makes sense. Cause it does like, it does hold on to like certain things. And I also think that it like takes up the smell of certain like things too. Have yeah. you ever noticed like it, it kind of can smell like your pre-workout, like yeah. you can really, or your protein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was so bad and like honestly like like I said never smelled and I like I knew like I just didn't really think about it and then like it was like one day like a few weeks ago I was like I haven't washed this shaker since like January <laughs> and it's crazy so yeah definitely my fault but I will definitely keep you guys updated because um it's super interesting it's been so weird just trying to figure out what's causing it so um so I'm just glad to see there's a lot more progress here <laughs> I'm I'm not looking um pregnant as I was before so but yeah so we like I said we were talking about this before Courtney's also dealing with you guys might have seen it on her story um she well I'll let Courtney tell her story but yeah I want to I want you guys to kind of hear the update on what Courtney's going through with her allergy shots um yeah so I've been doing allergy shots so if anyone doesn't know what those are so I go and see an allergist and allergies are something that I've struggled with my entire life like I have I have allergies, I have eczema, and I have asthma. So I have all three of the fun things. Actually, I have four things because I have outdoor environmental allergies and I have food allergies. Um, so I'm like in the top like five percentile of like everybody um, that has all four of these things. So that's just something that I've always had ever since I was a baby. And so I went and saw an allergist and he's like, you know, I don't know why you've never taken allergy shots. Like we need to get you on those ASAP because they'll make such a big difference in your life. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like I'll try them. Um, because I just, I feel like I've tried everything and nothing has ever like made things better in terms of my allergies. Um, and so I started going to an allergist probably about like six months or so ago. And I've been getting, going to the allergist once a week, every week to get allergy shots. So the reason that we're bringing up this topic today is because I went to the allergist and I just posted on my story, uh, like a video of my arm because I got an allergy shot today. And it's like just a big, like golf ball size knot on the back of my arm where I get the shots at. Um, and I documented it because it's normal, but this one was like a lot bigger than they normally are. Um, and so I, it's basically um, like an immune kind of, um, like shot to where you get the shots. And then over time you become more and more immune to the allergens that you're allergic to. And so that's essentially the basis behind like getting these allergy shots is to eventually be less allergic to like environmental things. So things like cats, dogs, um, you know, just animals in general, grass, like pollen, all of the outdoor, like seasonal allergy type things that I am allergic to. Um, and so I've always just lived my life being allergic to all of these things. And I was just telling Hannah before this call, and I was telling me my husband the other day, I was like, I never knew what it was like to like live my life without allergies, because right now this time of year, I would be like living like out of a tissue box. Like I would just be going through them. Um, my eyes would be red and puffy and like watery. <laughs> um, you know, I can be around dogs now and not not have like, you know, an inflamed eye, like my eyes red and inflamed and my nose running. Um, and I can be fine. I don't have like an asthma attack from being around like animals either. So it's just so crazy how these have helped me. So if you're out there and you deal with like allergies or anything like that, um, and you've always dealt with them, highly recommend going to an allergist, um, especially if it's like an ongoing thing um, and, and exploring the option of doing like allergy shops, shots because they have like tremendously helped me um, just in my kind of like allergy journey or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, so the, the knots on my arm are normal, but this one was like a lot bigger than normal this week, uh, today. So I had to document it. <laughs> and so that's how we got talking about the allergy side of things. 
<laughs> yeah, it looks like she has like a, a permanent like shoulder pump. <laughs> I'm here. For it's like a little, a little like shoulder <laughs> every week. <laughs> like this is do one on both sides. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. But has your week been good? I mean, besides, you know, all of that, how's your week been? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty good week. Just, I feel like kind of the same things, you know, like working, um, going to the gym, focusing on my kind of goals right now of losing weight, because I have one more week left before I go to Mexico, which is, has flown by. So super excited for that. Um, and going there for our, our one year, my husband's one year. So just getting ready for that upcoming next week. But overall, this week has been pretty good. Um, was on my period this week. So not the most exciting, fun week. Um, I always just feel like I'm so much more, um, like emotional during this week. So like everything kind of gets to me and I have to remind myself and it's like this every month, but I always have to remind myself that like, it's okay. Like give yourself some grace this week. Like you're going to be fine next week. Like I feel much better now. Um, but like those first couple of days, I'm like, why am I so sensitive? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like, it always surprises us every month. It's like, I've been like this the week before week of my period every year or every, you know, month for 14 years. And it's like, it's still, I'm like, why am I being so sensitive? And why am I so emotional? (laughs) But it's okay. (laughs) we're allowed to have that but um but yeah guys so just digging into our topic today I'm really excited about this topic um it's something that I feel very passionately about and Courtney made a really good post earlier this week um just talking about like comparison um you know catching ourselves comparing ourselves to others and you know allowing that to make us feel some type of way about ourselves you know more like in a negative light so um we're kind of digging into that today just kind of talking about like you know, comparison, like what causes it? Like, why are we comparing ourselves to others? And, you know, why are we, you know, focusing so much more on others' journey versus our own? Um, this, and then, of course, like I said, we want to give you guys some tips just to kind of that can help you channel your energy more toward focusing on yourself and your journey versus like others. And do, before we dive in, I want to say like with comparison, like, trust me, we're all human. We all do it. So I'm not saying like, oh, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others because it's kind of just like human nature, but there are ways to help again, feel more positively about yourself, which overall will kind of help with like comparing yourself to others. Trust me, Courtney and I have totally been through this um, and still go through this at times. So I feel like this would be a really good like mindset topic to kind of um, talk about. And ways to just like also have awareness around when you're doing it. Um, because sometimes I feel like you, like you can just do it and not even realize that you're doing it and have like, that has a negative impact on you. So ways to kind of be aware of it when you're doing it and then how to kind of like reframe your way of thinking, um, about whatever it is that you're like experiencing or comparing to. So I was doing a, um, or I made a post the other day because I'm like, and I also think that think this had to do with like kind of my period as well. And like getting ready to start where I'm like more sensitive and like, you know, (laughs) just more emotional. So if you don't know, like the second half of your period after ovulation, that is when your hormones drop, um, which is also where serotonin is, um, like higher in the beginning of your cycle and it's lower at the end of your cycle. And serotonin is like your happy kind of mood stabilizer or hormone. And so like it's lower in the second half of your cycle, which is why a lot of us experience this kind of like drop in our mood um, and just being like hyper emotional and things like that as well. But I made a post about this because right now I'm in a weight loss phase, but also too, 
I'm working with a coach that can, that uh, coaches competitors and like my kind of route that I'm going right now is to grow my glutes and to grow my legs and shoulders and things like that to possibly compete later on. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm focused on and doing right now. And so a lot of times I feel like I find myself comparing myself to other competitors are like other physiques, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but also too, you have to remember that like your body and your genetics are completely different than somebody else's. Um, and so this can also go into the route of like, when I was in the beginning of my fitness journey, um, you know, I was just like looking at other women and other women's bodies and like wondering, like, why can't I look like that? Like, why is my stomach not smaller? Like, why aren't my legs bigger? Like, you know, so just print pinpointing different parts of people's physique that you wish yours kind of looked like, um, or that you were kind of blessed with, if that makes sense. But ultimately it does come down to being aware of it. And I'm like hyper aware if I do it now, because I rarely ever do it now, just because I know that it's not a great headspace or mindset to be in. And it's really kind of pointless in a sense, um, because there's nothing that you can do, but work on yourself and your journey and your body. And that's the only thing that you have control over. Like you don't have control over someone else's physique or the way that they look or the way that they work. Um, you only have control over what you do and how, you know, you're able to make changes to your own body or things like that. And also just having awareness around the things that maybe you can't change about your body either. Right. Um, so with that being said, we thought that this would be a really good topic to like talk about comparison um, and just like, you know, kind of what we experience and how we kind of recognize it and are able to like move forward, um, you know, through that and have that awareness around when we are doing that and how to kind of channel that and, and, and make it different and, and focus our energy differently. Yeah, no, I like how you brought that up too, just about <clears throat> working on not like worrying about things that we can't control or like working on that over a period of time is, you know, there are certain things about like our body that, you know, it's just, there's certain things that we can't change. We have to learn to love and accept our body. And that, that, when I say that, like that's so much easier said than done. But again, like I said, we're going to kind of go over like ways to kind of focus your energy and kind of help shift your mindset with that. And something too, I feel is like, actually, I know is like a huge part of like why, you know, people, especially women, I feel begin to compare ourselves more and more. I know like that happened to me a lot more when I started getting on social media. And again, I love social media because obviously like, you know, we probably wouldn't be here today without it. You know, it's, it's amazing for networking. I've met so many amazing people. I mean, Courtney and I have met through social media, you know, um, but it can be a really toxic place in terms of like where again, we are seeing these images every day and we're just comparing ourselves to these like one photo, like this one photo that we're seeing or this, you know, this one video that we're seeing. And we have to remember like, all of us are putting our best self on social media and I can't get that message across more. So we, we like, I've, I've done this too. Trust me. We catch ourselves like comparing ourselves to this, like one photo that has the perfect angle and that has maybe took 50 pictures to get, you know what I mean? Like again, social media, that's just a place where everyone wants to put their best self on, which is great. We just have to remember that. So when you catch yourself comparing yourself, like, Oh gosh, I wish I wish I looked like her or gosh, I wish my legs looked like her. I wish my butt was that big. It's like, remember, like you're only seeing that one 
good angle of that person. And again, I'm sure that person is, a, is beautiful in person as well, but you have to remember, like, we're just, we're comparing ourselves to a photo that's like not everyday life. And when I started to really realize that, that helped me so much. Um, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with like posing and doing good angles. Like we all do it, <laughs> but you have to remember that everyone's putting their best self on there. You know, we're not seeing that person hunched over where, you know, they're not, flexing or they're not posing we're not seeing them in like not high-waisted leggings you know what I mean and all these things make a difference because we like I said we want to put our best selves on social media and everyone does it so just really really work on that mindset if you catch yourself spiraling when you're like scrolling through social media just remember like this this isn't real life <laughs> and um and again I think when like we're going to talk about later in this episode just when we focus on ourselves we're less likely to compare ourselves to anything on social media but just just keep that top of mind because I feel that social media is like a big part of like why we are comparing ourselves or why sometimes we feel that we aren't enough or and things like that. So I hope that makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. Social media is like very unrealistic for a lot of people. Like, you know, I try to be as real as I can on social media, but also too, like, I don't want to post like photos that I feel ugly in. Like, that's just not, right. Right. like, we don't, yeah, same. We don't wanna, <laughs> yeah, like we don't want to put like photos out there that we don't feel sexy or that we don't feel confident in, like, that's just not a part of like what we would want to do. Right. So like a lot of times when you're looking at social media, it is like the certain angles or like it's even filters or whatever it may be. And like, even people like Photoshop their photos. Yes. Like, have you seen the guy that does like that calls people out for photoshopping. No, but I would love that. <laughs> like the, the goob, his name's like goob or something on, on Instagram. So, so recently, um, like a couple months ago, he started this Instagram account and he started, um, like all the big kind of like big people that are on social media. He started like going through their social medias and pointing out photos that were photoshopped and like calling them out for photoshopping their photos. <laughs> And, and like literally to the, like the normal eye, you would never notice, but like this guy, he shows you like in each, like the photos, like how it's edited and what things are like moved. Um, and like, you know, the wall is like squiggly behind them or like whatever it may be. Um, but I, I literally had like no idea. I'm like, I never knew. And it's like people that are like on professional stages, like bodybuilding stages, like they edit their stage photos. What? So crazy to me. Yeah. That is crazy. So crazy. it's so, but even just like other people, you know, that aren't competing or anything like that, but just have like amazing physiques, they still edit their photos, which is crazy because these people are, you know, competing and they're like high level athlete athletes, but they still have this um, you know, thing, uh, or, um, what am I trying to say? Like they still have this insecurity about themselves that they have to Photoshop their photos, which is just so sad in that sense too. But also you just have to remember that social media has, and, and photos are just unrealistic. Like you can't compare yourself to those photos. Like, you know, I'm sitting down right now and I like, I have a role that I'm seeing, like everyone sees those roles, like when you're sitting down, but right. like if you look right. on social media and you see a girl like sitting and her butts like popped out and like, she has like no roles. Obviously she does probably if she's like leaned over in the same yes. position that you are, but so like, it's all about posing and angles and all of those things. And like, I've learned this just throughout like my fitness journey in terms of like how to 
pose different or take videos differently and things like that. Um, but also too, like I, I do those because I, I do want to feel confident in them, but there is other angles that would probably make me not look as great. Um, and some of those videos, you know, I don't even post them because I'm like, I don't like that angle. I don't look good in that video. Um, so like, let's do another, uh, do another video with a different angle. Like that's just human nature. Like I post the videos that I feel good in. Um, but also just remember that like, that's probably not how I really look in real life. Um, from like this perfect angle, like, yeah, I got some like tummy roll hanging over but you can only probably see the back of my you know butt cheeks or whatever like that <laughs> looked good so it's just very like it's just very unrealistic to compare yourself to a picture one photo or video on social media when it's not actual like real life and what they look like moving through life but also too like like Hannah said if you are working on yourself and working on being the best you that you can be and that you know, and you know that, you know, that like you're worthy and you love yourself and you love your body. And like, you know, maybe you don't love everything about your body right now, but you're working to make that different for yourself. You're making, um, changes to be able to make that difference that you want to see. And so I feel like a lot of times, if you know that, and you know, like you're doing what you need to be doing to improve your overall, just like health and your body and the way that you feel and the results that you want to see as well, then you're going to more than likely be in a better headspace than you would be, um, you know, in a different position of not working on yourself or not having that self-love for yourself either. Yeah, no, that's such a good point too. And again, that's where it all stems from our inner peace and how we feel about ourselves. Seriously, it really, really does. Um, And especially too, like, you know, just to get a little deep here, it's like sometimes how we feel if we're constantly comparing ourselves, if we're constantly seeking validation, you know, that sometimes that also comes from maybe like some type of past trauma that you have dealt with either through your childhood or even through adulthood. And again, it's important to have self-awareness here. And just, it's important if you catch yourself feeling that type of way, if you're constantly comparing yourself to what you're seeing, or, you know, if you're comparing yourself to your family members, to your friends, just any and everyone, and you're just feeling inadequate, please know first off, you're not inadequate, but also remember sometimes again, that can stem from a place and something that maybe happened to you years ago. And, you know, if someone was like, for example, someone was cheated on. I mean, I could not imagine if I was cheated on by someone, I would, I feel that that would hurt me so much to where I would constantly feel like I would compare myself to everyone. Like, what did that person have that I didn't? And this happens a lot. Like, this is such a common thing. It's so sad, but just remember, and again, there's other things that can cause you to feel this way, but that's just like one example. And sometimes having that self-awareness and really, really dealing with that, even sometimes, like, like I said, I think therapy is amazing. And I think like, everyone in this world could benefit from talking to someone. And if it's something where you feel like a lot of it, like a lot of your unhappiness and like comparing yourself to others stems from like a past trauma that you've experienced, or even again, a a trauma in childhood or adulthood, like it's good to like dig into that and really work on that, you know, because life is short and, you know, it's, it's just important. We want every, everyone, you guys to feel adequate and feel that you're enough, you know, and again, certain things in our lifetime can cause it. Sometimes we don't even realize it, you know, we won't even realize that, something affected us so much. So, and it can lead to you feeling like that. And like Courtney always says, like comparison is the thief of all joy. And that is so true. It's like, if you're constantly comparing yourself to others and putting yourself down, it's like, there is no joy in that, you know, and it's taken away from the things that you, you do have. And, you know, it takes away from your life. So this is like a really deep topic that we could keep getting into, but it's, it's important to dig into that and really have some self-awareness there. 
Yeah. And you just feel like you're never going to be good enough. Like if you're always comparing yourself to somebody else or somebody else's life, it doesn't even have to necessarily be their body. Like it could be their job, their finances, their freedom, like whatever it may be, um, that you feel that you're comparing yourself to, it's just going to lead to that feeling of like, resentment toward yourself and like unhappiness toward yourself and um you know in the life that you live when ultimately it's going to have the reverse effect that you want it like to a point I feel like looking at someone else's life and be like hey that's awesome like I want to do that or that's cool like that's out you know that looks fun like she's working on her health and her fitness like she looks great like I want to do that too like it's great to that point and extent of comparison and you know could be motivational or inspirational in that sense but when it gets to a point where you feel like regret in your own life and kind of just like self-doubt and really just comparing yourself to other people to apply a negative and it applies such a negative impact on you to where you feel like you're not worthy enough to you know keep doing the things that you're doing in life to make yourself better because you may just not be there yet or whatever it may be that's when it becomes like an issue and becomes a problem and I think that it was really um, good that you kind of pointed out that it, it could be definitely related to past traumas or just things that you have experienced in your life that brought about these ways of feeling toward yourself. And so those are kind of brought exacerbated by looking at others and comparing to them as well. And this is definitely something that I've experienced, you know, not more so now, but when I was younger and I was in in the beginning of my fitness journey and just like the relationships and things that I had been through and the traumas that I've been through in that sense, you do kind of have that question of like, well, you know, I don't feel good enough or, um, you know, just the things that kind of run through your head that make you feel less worthy as a person. And that's not the case whatsoever. Like you are totally worthy and you are everyone, you are not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Um, and so you have to realize that like you are you and improving and being the best you that you can be is ultimately all you can do. And, you know, if people don't like that, or if, you know, if people don't, you know, like that about you, then that's fine. Like, as long as you know that, like, you're doing what you need to be doing in life and taking care of yourself and, um, you know, reaching up to the potential that you want to reach, like, that is what truly matters is if you love yourself, like you can't make anybody else happy and the right people. And I've always told myself the right people will come into your life when you start taking care of like yourself and you start taking care of you just like mentally and physically. And this is like a big, um, it's going to make me emotional, (laughs) but this is like a big part of like, I, you know, I was in and out of relationships when I was younger and I was a lot of trauma and just a lot of stuff that like, I, now I'm like, what the heck was I doing back then? (laughs) But now like, I'm just such a totally different person. And and I was single for like two or three years, um, just working on like myself and my, and that was a lot of related to my health and my fitness journey that allowed me to do that and allowed me to become like the best version of myself, allowed me to like love and get to know myself a lot better. And that allowed a lot of people to come into my life that were supposed to be there and that make my life very like fulfilled and exactly the same thing, like with my husband and him, like coming into my life. Like I've known my husband for five, six years. Like when I was younger, when I was going through those really 
traumatizing relationships, but like it was never the right time because I wasn't the right person that I needed to be. And I truly believe this, that I wasn't the right person that I needed to be for us to be in work. Right. So like, I think we both needed that time to like, and we're both very individual now. And we, we like know ourselves and have learned a lot about ourselves and are able to like, you know, be a better couple now because we're very like independent in that way. And we both love ourselves. And so that was another kind of like topic, but it really is like, it really is though, being able to learn that your worth and, and being able to not compare yourself to anybody else, not being able to, or like comparing yourself or your, even your relationships to anybody else. Right. So like this can go with relationships too. Like you have to be confident in you guys, like as, as a couple and like what you're able to accomplish together and not comparing that to anybody else's relationships, um, or comparing just yourself to anybody else in, in general, um, when it comes to any aspect of your life. Yeah, no, that's like such good points you brought up. And that is so, like, so, so true about, like, I feel too, like you're getting to where, like, again, like you have to be happy, like happiness does stem from within, you know, again, like, and like Courtney was kind of touching on as well is like, you can't be codependent on someone for your soul happiness or something, you know, it's like, I always think of like happiness as like being extremely wealthy. So if you're extremely wealthy, typically you have streams of income coming from all different, you know, you have different multiple streams of income. It's the same thing with happiness. It's like, of course it stems within ourselves, but we can't focus on just, oh, my relationship, that person only makes me happy. It's the only thing that makes me happy. It's like, we have to focus on like what, how we make ourselves happy. You know, like for me, it's like a lot of my happiness stems from within. Like, and and like Courtney said, it's taken me so long to get here. I promise you, like five years ago, I was literally, I mean, I was insecure. Like I was always comparing myself to others. And, and I didn't realize like I was putting my soul happiness based on other things versus just like myself. And that's just such a simple concept, but it's so hard to like explain it or like to do it until you really practice it for years. And it's like, you have to be okay with like what you bring to the table and be confident in that and being okay with like your imperfections. Like, yeah, I'm not perfect. And I acknowledge my flaws and I'm okay with that. Like a lot of people think confidence is like, oh, I have to be perfect to be confident. It's like, no, you have to be like, understand and like real with yourself and understand like this is these are things I've you know I'm flawed in that I need to work on but like I'm working on it and these are also things I I'm strong in that I'm proud of and like it's it's a mindset you have to practice like so much over time but like it's just so like empowering (laughs) when you get to that point like Courtney said her and her husband are both happy like they're individuals and they just make each other's they just like add to each other's happiness you know and that's the same with my like John and I my boyfriend like we we had like a we took a break for a while. I was literally, I didn't go on one date. Like I didn't, I would literally focus straight on myself and I built, I learned so much about myself. And then like Courtney said, like John and I found our way back together and we are literally better than ever. We're each our own individuals. We just like add to each other's happiness versus like codependent on one another, like we did previously. So, so I was kind of long-winded there and it's kind of a little off topic, but like, I cannot explain enough how important it is to find like happiness stems from within and just like other things in your life should add to that happiness, not be like the sole like ownership of it. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, yeah, that was a, that was a great way of explaining it is like, you need to need to be like your own individual and you can't rely on anybody else to bring you happiness. And that is something that I did for a very long time, um, which is, you know, an example of like why most, I feel like most women are in and out of relationships so often, because like that was me as well. It's because 
I relied on someone else to bring me happiness because I wasn't happy within myself and within like my body and just the life that I was living. Um, and so a lot of times that's where that can, can like stem from. And I can tell you now, like the most empowering thing is taking that time to be by yourself, to learn about yourself and to just be happy with who you are and what you're doing in your life. And I always like to say the only way that you get to learn yourself is by doing things that are hard and challenging and by doing it alone. Um, and a lot of times like people think that I'm crazy because I'll go to a restaurant and just like eat by myself. Um, and, and I'm like, that is the, the one thing that I recommend every single person do is go do things by yourself. Like take yourself on a date. You don't need to rely on someone else to make you happy and to be able to do that. And this is probably like a whole nother topic episode that we can talk about, but it kind of does go like hand in hand together with like comparison and self-love and like, um, and also being able to work through kind of like your traumas that you're experiencing in order to move forward and just to like learn about yourself. And if you always are just it's one of those things where like, if you know that you're dealing with something, but you keep just like ignoring it and pushing it off, like you're not working through it. You're just working around it and it's always going to be there. Um, and being able to just like have that self-love for yourself is super important. And, um, I think the biggest thing here too, is you have to not care what anybody else thinks or says about you. I think that's one of the biggest things of why people, struggle with comparison, um, is because they also care about too much about what others think about them. Um, and so they're wanting to be like these other people that maybe these other people that likes these people, you know what I mean? Um, if that makes sense, but like you're trying to impress or you're trying to be maybe somebody else that you're not, that you really don't want to be, um, or there's just other people in your life that you, are kind of relying too much on their opinion of you to be able to actually do the things that you want to do and that make you happy. Yeah, that no, that is like such a good point. Like that's such a good point. And that's something I feel that we see a lot in our clients as well. Like sometimes they don't even know their true potential until they start doing this, our program, or this is just like literally for anyone, you know, something that you start doing that makes you feel good about yourself. Like, wow, like I'm capable of so much more than like, like I was always worried to do this because I was worried what so-and-so would think or what my significant other would think. So like, that's like, like so true. And that's like such a good point to bring up. And I feel that that's like a really common thing, especially with women. I noticed like, I've seen that like in such a common pattern with women. Um, I think because again, we always like for women, it's our, it's our human nature to like put others before ourselves. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, we have to, we definitely have to push through that and it doesn't make you selfish to like work on you and to like, and to prioritize your happiness at all, like that you should be, because when you're happy, like the people around you who truly care about you, they're going to see that and they're going to love that. They're going to like, absolutely like love to see you glowing. <laughs> yeah. Like my life has completely changed. Like the mindset that I've had around this of like, just trying to please everybody else, because I am a huge people pleaser. Um, and I always have been like, I, and again, I think it's just like human nature, but also the way that it for like women, but also the way that like, I am is like, I always want to take care of everybody else. And I want everybody else to be happy to where, like, I kind of neglected my own happiness in a way. Um, and so being able like the 
the person that I am now versus the person that I used to be is just like, I don't even recognize that old person. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Um, but being able to have just like that mindset of like, I don't care what anyone else thinks. Like, this is my opinion. This makes me happy. And obviously, yes, like I take into consideration the way that like my family feels or my significant other feels or like their thoughts as well. But ultimately I'm talking more so about just like society or like social media or whoever it may be that really their opinion doesn't even really matter in your life. But like for some reason, people care so much about that. Um, Like we need to get away from that and, and have that mental shift of like, it's just, it's so different when you just don't care about what anyone else thinks about you and your life and what you're doing. Like, it's so freeing, if that makes sense. No, it really is. And like, and it's something too, like, I feel like if you're someone who puts yourself out there on social media, like Courtney and I, we definitely get like some hate comments from like random people. And it's like, we're not even phase. Like literally, <laughs> I mean, for example, like, like it was like a few months ago, this random person, I have no idea who he was. He randomly messaged me. He's like, you think you're so cool with your fake tits and your big ass (laughs) and, and, you know, you sell your soul for followers. And I'm like, in my head, like me a few years ago, I probably would have been like, so hurt. Like my, I probably would have cried because I wasn't confident in myself, but like, because I'm so confident in like what I'm doing and what I'm practicing and where I'm at in my life, I was literally laughed. I was like, who is this guy? And I like sent it to John, like, oh, well, of course, John ended up, he, he actually, it actually pissed John off that he said that to me. But anyway, the point here is like a few years ago, like I said, if I wasn't confident in where I was, I wasn't confident in my own skin. Like that would have like really hurt my feelings because I would have been like, wow, this person, maybe he's right. But now I'm like, this guy is just like crazy. Like, who does he think he is? <laughs> and yeah, that's a really good place to be in. <laughs> That's the right way to say it is like, you're just so confident in yourself that like, you don't care what anyone else thinks. And like, that's at the point, like, that's not who I used to be, but I'm at the point now where like, I'm just so confident in who I am, like as a person and like my intentions in life that, you know, I'm not out to harm anybody. I'm not out to be a bad person. Like my intentions in my life and the confidence that I have within my life and the things that I'm doing, like with my life is so high that nobody else's opinion of that matters to me. Just like you said, like sometimes, you know, we'll get comments or messages, things like that um, about these things. And it's like block. I just, I literally just block it. Like that's it. Like yeah. I just delete it and block it. Um, our day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but that's easier said than done. And again, like that might be hard, like I said, and it just, it's something that gets better with time. And I, I know that we're kind of going like a little off topic, but it all like ties hand in hand with like, when you're so confident in yourself and like what you're, you know, who you really are versus like, you know, not being a people pleaser and not like, like you're focused on like, wow, this is just who I am, you know? And that with having that mindset, it helps you. Cause again, you don't feel the need to compare yourself to anyone else. You're like, like, I'm not that person. Why would I even like want to compare myself? Like I want to, like, for me, it's like, you don't want to look at people as like a competition. It's like, and I used to do that when I was younger. Like, it's like every girl that like, you know, in like in basketball or like athletes, like I'd be like, you know, it would, I would always see like former players who were good. Like they were kind of like my competition and like on my team, you know, like I'm like, I want to be the best player. And that's like a really toxic mindset to have. But now it's like, I see other women thriving and I'm like, yes, girl, like you, you get it. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's so good when you're co- so confident in yourself and like what you're doing and like able to cheer other women on, if that makes sense. So, and again, it's something like it's easier with time. Like, trust me, I was like, not this person like five years ago. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a work in progress. And 
I think the biggest key backbone to like mine and yours is our health and fitness journeys. Like, because you you literally have to work on yourself. Like nobody else can do the work for you. So like you're forced to do the work and to show up for yourself. And it's the like kind of key backbone to like finding self-love for yourself because you're doing hard things for yourself. Um, and you're allowing yourself to like feel better, um, mentally and physically. And like, you know, you're working out and like, you're being active and like all of those things make you just feel better. But ultimately too, it's just a time like with yourself that literally nobody else can do for you. Um, so it's just like a key, it's kind of been the, the backbone to, to that journey of like, you know, loving yourself, but Again, with that, you know, in comparison, being able to recognize it for one is super important. So like if you find yourself getting in a negative mindset or you're continually scrolling through social media and you're like, oh, well, like she looks great, like must be nice or like whatever it may be, um, you know, and you start seeing like, or maybe you're not even aware that you do this, but if you're listening to this, now you're aware um, (laughs) that this is kind of going on and that you need to call yourself out on that and be like, hey this like, isn't right. Like you shouldn't be comparing yourself in this negative mindset to somebody else in like their life and their bodies or like whatever it may be. Like if you, you know, if you do find yourself comparing to others in a negative light, very often, that might be a time for like self-reflection of like, Hey, maybe I'm not in a position where I want to be in my life right now. And it would be nice to make some changes to get to X, Y, and Z goal, or to, you know, change whatever it is that you want to change about your life. Like if it's a financial goal, or if it's, you know, a body goal or a fitness goal or a relationship goal, like whatever it may be that's kind of time to call yourself out to kind of self-reflect and be like, okay, what do I want? Like, why am I creating this negative mindset around X, Y, and Z? Um, so just continuing to look at that. And, and so for example, we'll put this into an example, cause this is what I did. So, you know, with looking at other people's physiques, right? Like they have amazing legs. They have amazing glutes. Glutes are just something that I've always struggled with. They're very hard for me to grow. Um, but I'm working very, very hard to do that. And I know that like, that's what I'm doing right now. But so that, uh, you know, like the last week or so I'm like, why do I keep looking at these physiques? And like, I just feel very negative and like down on my own body and the way that I feel in my body. And so I had some self like reflection. I'm like, okay, why am I feeling this way? And like, why are you, you know, comparing yourself to these other women that maybe just might be more genetically blessed than you, or they've been working harder than you, not harder, but like more longer years. Um, and so they have, you know, more time under their belt, their chapter is different than yours and like where you're currently at. So all of these things. So you just have to kind of self-evaluate like where you're at and why you're feeling a certain type of way. And also just reassure yourself of like, Hey, I'm doing what I need to be doing and I'm focusing on this. And that's literally the only thing that I can do is to keep, is to keep working and to keep moving and keep trying to reach these goals. And so looking at it more as like inspiration and motivation versus kind of like a, like a a negative kind of perspective of like, well, why am I not there yet? Like, I don't look like that and kind of bringing yourself down. Right. So like you have to kind of switch that and reframe that way of thinking. Yeah, no, that is such a good point that you brought up. Um, just taking that time to reflect because especially on social media, it's like, it's so easy for us to be scrolling and then be like, oh, I wish I looked like that. And then just, oh, 
on the next. Cause again, you're not giving yourself that time to like, think like, wait, why am I thinking like that? So Courtney brought up a really good point of like, reflect on that. Again, it's all about self-awareness. Like where is this stemming from? Um, and that, that alone, that's, a, that's like the first step, you know, in working on this and focusing more energy on yourself, doing more self-reflection, giving yourself that time. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I constantly feeling in competition with everyone else? Um, you know, and just kind of starting from there. Like I didn't catch it, you know, as soon as I did it either. So I just want to point that out. Like it was like a couple of days or a week and I'm like, why do I like actually start, like, why am I feeling this way? And I'm like, oh, it's because I feel like, like I've been realizing that I'm comparing myself to like so many others on social media. So like I realized it after a couple of days, but I didn't realize it like as soon as I did it. So it is something that you might have to like, like, oh, like I'm feeling this type of way, like why? Um, and it might take like a couple of days for that to kind of like set in about something that maybe you're like struggling with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and again, like it's all about channeling more energy on ourselves and like how we can improve our life and our body image and just how we perceive ourselves in general. So, um, you know, I, my biggest thing is I am a big believer that as humans, like we need something to work toward or something that brings us I don't know how to word it. Something that brings us happiness, but also something that we can continuously move forward in. So for Courtney and I, that was our fitness journey. Like we, you know, this is our fitness journey has made such a huge impact on like our lives and how we perceive ourselves. And again, this started, you know, nine something years ago. So biggest thing is like set goals for yourself. Now, like again, your health is obviously like so important. So if you're someone you're like, well, I like, sometimes I've worked with women who they're like, I just feel like I have nothing to work for right now and starting their fitness journey. It really, really helped them have that goal. Like I'm a big believer in setting goals for yourself, you know? And again, even if it's not, it doesn't have to be, oh, I need to work with a coach and get to this point by next year. It's more or less like, you know what, this week I'm going to, um, I'm going to drink, you know, 70 ounces of water each day. And I'm going to take a walk, you know, five out of seven days this week, just setting like these small goals that things that are positive for your life and that can help you start feeling better about yourself. I swear it makes such a big difference in following through with them. That is everything because when you like set goals for yourself and you follow through with them, you become more confident in yourself and your character. Um, I cannot like stress this enough. And obviously like from there, it it just, it just continues on from there. You start being addicted to like, wow, like I feel so good. Like I feel so accomplished that I set these goals for myself and I followed through. Sorry. I'm like (laughs) getting so excited. I'm like losing my voice. Um, but I hope that that makes sense. So like, that's a huge step in like focusing more energy towards yourself is setting goals for yourself, maybe starting a new hobby. I mean, it doesn't have to be fitness related. It can be anything like, you know what? I want to try to, um, you know, work up in my job in the next year, you know, just setting some type of goal where you're going to continuously improve and setting these like short-term goals in the long run to get there and and make sure, again, you have to follow through, you have to commit to it and follow through and you'll just see your confidence like skyrocket. That's like the best way to build confidence in yourself is like proving to yourself that you can do something. So, you know, you do something, you know, you do something like hitting a water goal every day for a week and you're like, wow, I did that. Like, that's cool. Like what else can I keep doing? Um, or like what other goal could I set? So, you know, this is really great for like health fitness wise, but also you could set like financial goals. You could set like a career goal, like 
whatever it may be, um, setting goals is just really great for like humans because you always have just something to continue to work towards. And that means like you're doing things and you're setting practices and actions into place that allow you to like instill, instill like that confidence in yourself. Um, but also too, like when it comes to social media and like you do find yourself being in like a negative headspace, um, maybe for certain, like maybe there's certain accounts that you follow or there's certain people that you follow um, and you find that it's kind of bringing you some sort of like negativity or like negative energy, um, always feel free to unfollow. Like any, anything, anything or anybody that you feel is bringing like negativity, negativity into your life. So sometimes, you know, if I'm following like something about like politics or just the news in general or something like that, I'm like, I'm done following this because it's just all negative, like information. And I'm like, that's how I, I feel about like watching the news too. Um, and it's like, I, I don't watch the news hardly ever, but like, sometimes if it's just on and I'm watching, I'm like, this is just getting me like in a negative headspace and I don't like it. Um, so I'm like, I'm just going to turn this off. Um, but also just like deleting those types of things or accounts that like bring you that, that like negative energy, it sh- would be like a good idea as well. Yeah, for sure. Cannot stress this one enough because again, obviously we want to work on like not comparing ourselves to what we see on social media, but also it's important to kind of like declutter your social media. Like I've done that plenty of times. I'm like, this page like does nothing for me. Like, I'm just going to like get this off my feed because if it doesn't bring me any type of like inspiration or education, or if I'm just like, oh yeah, girl, you look great. Like I'm just kind of like, well, there's no need for me to follow it. You know what I mean? So um, don't be like, don't feel guilty for like decluttering your social media feed like you have to put your mental health first um and then too just like this is something that we preach to our clients a lot is practicing self-talk and this is something it's such a like simple concept but I feel that like it, it's hard for people to follow through on because it's, it's very uncomfortable especially if you're someone who if you catch yourself like talking negatively to yourself a lot but you have to get out of your comfort zone so practicing self-talk so like it's important again it's all about setting these goals for yourself so um you know if you're listening to this and you're like I'm someone like I'm so mean to myself like I don't talk nice to myself then you have to do this and you have to let me know how it goes and just remember like you have to set this goal and stay consistent to it because over a period of time it is going to help you um so like an example would be like every day, make it a goal that you, when you're getting dressed in the morning, look in the mirror, you say at least three positive things about yourself. I mean, it could be literally like, I like this outfit. My hair looks really good today. My makeup is like on point today. It could literally be anything about you. And like I said, it's not going to like just completely change your mindset right away, but over a prolonged period of time, it can help you just like, it helps like shift your mindset to think more positively about yourself. So you know how typically we look in the mirror and we're like, oh, I have a pimple right here. This looks bad. Like we automatically like look toward our flaws. But when you practice this, you start to like, just notice the good first, you know, the positives that you see in yourself. So this is something I'm a big believer in. I'm really a big believer in like affirmations and just like, again, simple like tasks that make a big difference in our mindset. So at least three are positive about yourself daily. And like I said, I know it can be uncomfortable, you know, it can like, if you're not used to like talking good about yourself, like it can seem from like, comes from like a, a very distant place. You're like, wow, I feel weird even saying that, like, I look pretty today, you know? And that's like heartbreaking. Like we don't, we want to be able to like confidently say like, wow, I look good today. So I want you guys to practice that. Like I said, it's something we have our clients practice a lot as well. It's like changed 
a lot of their mindset. So I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> For sure. Just like always pointing out like positive things. I feel like it is so helpful to clients because, um, you know, just in check-ins, like you can read a check-in and be like, wow, they're just like in a really negative headspace because everything they're saying is like coming from like a negative place. And so sometimes like you know, even just being able to like have awareness around it. So like, sometimes I have to point it out to clients like, Hey, like, I didn't know if you meant to like be or have this kind of energy, but I'm feeling like a lot of negative, like negativity from this check-in and like, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then also having to point out like some positives and things that they've been doing and changing. And like, sometimes I'm like, wow, I didn't even notice that I sounded so negative. Um, but I'm like, yeah, I mean, we, we just aren't aware of it because we're pointing so many things out in our life normally that like aren't going right or that we don't like that like we forget to point out the good things so doing those like self affirmations and and practicing positive self-talk like it sounds weird but it really is like rewiring your brain over time if you do it consistently to point out more um more positive things so if you've ever heard like the law of attraction like if you only focus on negative like all you're going to see is negative. But if you start to focus on positive, you're going to start to see more positive. Um, and it really does like, it, it, that's just, that's how it works. <laughs> um, and if you do that, you'll start to like notice that as well. But um, also to just doing self-care practices. So doing things that make you like, just like feel good um, within yourself and within your body. Like if it's getting a massage, if it's getting a facial, if it's getting your hair done, your nails done, um, or if it's even just like, taking a bath, you know, reading a book, something like that, going for a walk, like just doing things that make you feel good, like mentally and physically, um, is a really great like practice to also utilize. Like when you feel you're in kind of like a negative headspace and you're comparing, you're comparing yourself and things like that as well. Yeah. Such a good point here. And and the biggest thing too, is like, don't feel guilty for this. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like, getting our hair done, getting our nails done, like Courtney said, it could be so simple as like giving yourself like a really like relaxing bubble bath, like once a week, or again, taking care of like getting more water in or getting to the gym three days a week, like however, whatever self-care looks like to you. And in a positive route, of course, like don't be afraid to do that. And again, when we practice self-care, it helps us feel better about ourselves. Um, so I hope that that makes sense, but I cannot stress this enough. And overall, like, again, this call, I know it was like really, really in depth here. We got super deep here, but something that we feel passionate about. And I hope that like a lot of you ladies can relate to this because, um, you know, life is short and we want all women to feel empowered and confident in who they are. Um, and overall, again, like work on your goals, work on yourself and just remember happiness stems from within and just having that mindset. It really, really can be life-changing over a period of time, of course. So, and we talked about all this because it really does lead into the comparison side of things of like, if you have all the, all these things and you're working on all these things, you're less likely to have comparison and just like more likely to have the self-confidence and things like that to not even resort to comparison because you're so confident like within yourself and within your life yes yeah 100% and you know and and we're all human like we said earlier sometimes even Courtney and I who where we're feeling we're in a really good comfortable not comfortable confident place in our lives like sometimes that like old habits are hard that will creep in sometimes where we'll catch ourselves but the thing is is like we nip it in the butt like okay why am I feeling this way let's let's come up with a solution and you know it's just important to like ensure that we're like prioritizing that and just like we're taking it seriously (laughs) um but yeah again I hope that you guys found this episode really helpful and insightful please please leave us a review and you know chat I about said shag like (laughs) sharing 
I can be a new term like shag us please <laughs> um, but as always our socials will be linked on the bottom here um, if you guys have any questions or need anything um, whatsoever like I said our pages are always open our inboxes are always open and we appreciate you guys being on this episode thank you so much bye thank bye, you guys